This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's your biggest fear. 651-641-1071. Maybe it's an irrational fear. Those are my favorite kinds. What's the kind ah! of fear that everybody makes fun of you for? 651-641-1071. What are you afraid of? Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi, why are we asking and, about fears? You know, because, first of all, I don't know if you realize this. We are smack dab in the midst of Shark Week. Oh, I thought you were going to say a global pandemic, uh, monkeypox outbreak, the return of polio, the reappearance of Marburg virus. Inflation. That new thing fever. with that bleeding eye disease that'll kill you. Oh, yeah, that Crimean hemorrhagic fever. That's it. Oof. Okay, no. Actually, just Shark Week. But, you know, I'm afraid of all those things, too. I'm actually more excited to be afraid of sharks because I can uh, just stay out of the water. Well, see, that's the funny thing, Bradley, and that's why I brought this to the table. Because uh, a new YouGov uh, poll shows that people in the Midwest are the least afraid of sharks. Why? Because we don't have them. So they're not a threat. Wait, we are least afraid of them? We're like, of all the regions of the United States... That are afraid of sharks. And that is a very common fear. Yeah. The least afraid is the Midwest. Well, d- right? Because so obvious. Have, we don't have sharks. We're afraid of like leeches. Right. And like uh, barracudas. Not barracudas. What are those things? Peenranas. Not peenranas. Oh, sorry. What? They don't have peenranas here. Um, what are the things that eat us? Mosquitoes? No. The, the state fish, bird? The <laughs> fish <laughs> that will eat you. Um, They'll bite you. Hang, hang, I don't know which fish bite me. Not walleye, but there's a fish that people, gar, some kind okay. of gar. I don't know. There's a fish here that eats people. Mm. Occasionally people get their hands chewed on by a fish up here. Yep. Anyway. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Okay, so if not sharks, what what are we? What are you afraid of? 651-641-1071. What's your fear? Let's go to the phones. Uh, Jeff is on the line. Jeff will be brave and share first. Be vulnerable. Jeff, what are you afraid of? Well, to Bradley's point, I think northern pike is the fish that people are afraid oh, of. Oh, okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, but I have a fear of being attacked by a wild animal when I'm out hiking in the forest. Yeah, that would so, I would feel that pretty strongly bears. as well. Yep. So I've taken to uh, using a walking stick that is uh, very solid and, uh, you know, at least I'll have a chance to defend myself. Yeah, okay. if like a bear came up on you from behind, you could really yep. do some damage. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for your call, Jeff. Uh, I can I can imagine that. I don't like to be in nature for that reason <laughs> at all. I don't, you know, it's funny. Like I have, I, I probably should be more worried of animals. I'm not really, except for when we did go to Yellowstone. Uh, we did carry around because we stayed just outside the park, and we carried bear spray around because it's probably a good that's, plan. That's uh, a real thing. So. Oof! Well, no, thank you. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If not sharks, because we don't have them. 
What are you afraid of? Uh, we've got Charles on the line. Hey, Charles. Hi, Charles. Charles, what are you, How are you afraid of? Great. Good. How the only are thing you? I fear of is jellyfish and being bit by these northerns that we have here. Okay, so yeah. it's the northerns. Sharks are the least of our problems. Agreed. True. Agreed. But I feel Sharks like. Sharks only see shadows. That's why they attack. They don't attack purposely. I feel like jellyfish aren't an issue for us here either. No, they're not. No, okay. but, they, but you should be scared of them, Charles. I got bit by one as a child, and I thought I was being eaten by a great white shark. So, Uh-oh. yeah, that's not good. No, nope. yikes! Thank you. You guys have a Thanks, great day. Charles, Thank you. you it too. felt like somebody was um, stabbing my foot with a rusty steak. Knife. I can't believe I've never heard this story. You yeah, guys- and I was in water up to my neck in the ocean. Oh my gosh! And I had no clue because I came from the Midwest, and then we moved to Texas, and nobody ever told me about these jellyfish things. And uh, I was flailing my hands out of the water, and my parents waved back, like, oh, look, he's having so much fun. And, and I'm like, ah! And you thought you were dying. And so then my friend helped me back in uh, to shore. Did somebody have to pee on you? No, you don't pee. You know what you, they, did, they did do is my dad pulled out his meat tenderizer, and I mean that with all sincerity, a uh, bottle of meat tenderizer. It's like the, the powdery kind, yeah. you know, like that. Sure. Tenderall or whatever it's and called. you just keep that in your bag for the beach? And that beach? sucks the poison out. Yeah, so he kept it in the beach bag. Wow. And that sucks the poison out. And did it out. work? Yeah. Like fast? I'm telling you, though, that thing hurt more than the Dickens. I don't even know what a Dickens feels I'm, like. I'm just glad it didn't sting my Dickens. Okay. Well, it surely sounds like it was the best of times. And, and the worst, worst of times. Time. <laughs> it really was the Heidi's worst. on the line. Let's go to Heidi. Hi, Heidi. What are you afraid of? <laughs> Um, muskies, and then also catfish. Oh, well, ew, catfish ew, are freaky, uh, dude. They that, are. That's a mess. You very... cannot mix up species like that. Like, no, that ain't right. But yeah. why muskies? And also, my mom used to have the t- the tender that seasoning that Brad was just talking about on his on her bee bite. Oh, that works oh, too. That's good, good to know. know. Thank you for yeah, your call, Heidi. So. Um, use that meat tenderizer on your bee stings. Yeah, now, just to be clear, not the tool. Right, not the mallet. Like, like, like somebody with a meat tenderizer. Oh, my gosh. But there's um, unseasoned McCormick meat tenderizer powder. You know, somebody could make a whole lot of money just marketing that as... I bet they do. You're probably right. I mean, these days, you probably just go on Amazon and hit, like, you know, uh, jellyfish thing. Sucker cure or something yeah uh bradley what are you afraid of all the things i mean i i actually i used to be afraid of flying i've gotten over that thank the lord um gosh i'm not really afraid here's what i am afraid of anything that like comes running toward me so like Mm -hmm. i am not afraid of mice or rats or any other creatures unless unless they're scampering towards me at a high rate of speed like that you hate those eyebrow those, things. Yeah, those little caterpillars with the um, fur coats. Yeah. No, Looks like a giant you. eyebrow running at me. I don't want it. I don't need it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Holly, are you afraid of anything? I don't think afraid is the right categorization. It is humble towards animals that can bite me and mm. kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that are perhaps really large. Like last year I was hiking in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Turns out. Somebody thought it was a good idea to bring Ibex to New Mexico back in the 1970s. What? Yes. Like those big-ass antelope things? Yes! 
And I was hiking. Oh, God. No. Turned the corner. No. And you locked eyes with one of those? There was a giant Iranian Ibex. No, thanks. With horns that could go in places that I didn't want Oh, my want God. They're horns. Yes. You know, that's, that's funny because when we were in Yellowstone, you know, there were literally um, buffalo and antelope and things like that, like, like within spitting distance, which it turns out is like the most dangerous thing but nobody told us that yeah so i was like standing next to this thing going oh look at this pretty buffalo and then i later learned like if that thing is within six feet of you you're going to be dead if it decides to move because and i somebody just got like tossed up in the air and gored in uh yellowstone i think because they were too close to a buffalo so if you can see its eyes get out the way yeah get back in your car yeah you got got to stay humble towards the creatures. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I got a res- I got Their mad. I got planet. mad respect. Have you ever been attacked nature. by a wild animal? <sighs> well, that's a personal question. No, I've not been attacked. But I will tell you this: I do not ever, not ever in my entire life want to be on two feet outside of a car and come face to face with one of them turkeys. Oh, there's some right by the station. You know that on yeah. the way up Franklin. Yep. Okay, well I don't go. Then that there's way. some in the parking lot back over. Stop in the it! Other way. I don't want to know yeah. this. No, those things. By the way, I know. I think most oh. people who don't live in Minnesota or have turkeys in their lives, they don't realize how big turkeys are. Those things are big. Like those turkeys, and they're mean. They, you know what they remind me of? The Skeksis. Do you remember the Skeksis? No, that sounds like something on Here Comes Sunny Boo Boo. Too Skeksy for you. <laughs> What are the Skeksis? From uh, uh, that Jim Henson show. Uh, the Fraggle Rock? Not the Fraggle the Rock. The Fraggle Rock. Not the Fraggle Rock. The Skeksis were like the vulture looking like... <sighs> oh, dark, sure. Yeah, the yeah, dark yeah. crystal. Yes. Yeah. They, I, they are mean. They are mean. And you know what? They don't give... They give absolutely zero bleeps about yeah. you, your family. Oh, they just like walk your into traffic. Things. They're like, oh, oh yeah. you got an SUV? I don't care. They don't you care. You me over? No. At one time I'm driving and what? And it's like in my blind spot and I can't go anywhere and he don't care. Yeah. He's just turkeying along like Putting they do. on a show for the ladies. Yes, yeah. exactly. Trying to find his lady turkey. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, thanks everybody for sharing. Thank you. Uh, oh, here's something I'm actually scared of. Reading this Harvey Weinstein book, oh, but I'm going to do it, and okay. so are you all. I mean, the two of you. I don't know about like everybody else. Forcing the audience, you have to read this book. You can do it if you want to, but I'm going to tell you some of the stuff that's going to come out of this book. Great. Uh, you're you're welcome. When we come back after this on my talk 107.1. Oh man, do I have a book for you guys to read on the Colleen and Bradley show? My talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. I downloaded this yesterday. Um, because, I don't know, I'm a glutton for punishment, and I desperately want to hear what is in this book, Hollywood Ending, Harvey oh, Weinstein yeah. and the Culture of Silence, which I think will overall be kind of an important book because it dives into kind of the, you know, how that how that open secret was held for so long uh, that Harvey Weinstein was an abusive, disgusting human being. But there's, like, some other stuff in this book. That's gross. Yeah, no, it's gross. Um, that's not what drew me to this book. I will say I heard an interview with Ken Aletta, who is the reporter who uh, wrote the book. 
um, Hollywood ending. I saw that this book was coming out. And the thing that excites me about this book is that it's going to be from the perspective of what was going on within Harvey Weinstein's sphere of influence as the investigations against him were Mm -hmm. unfolding. It also basically is going to tell his life story. So it's from that perspective versus like the hunt for Harvey Weinstein, which you'll remember like catch and kill and then I can't. That was a Ronan Farrow book. I can't remember the name of the other book. The she two female said. reporters. She mm-hmm. said, "Great reporting, great journalism, focused on the victims." Um, but in that interview, which was on the Town podcast with Matt Bellotti, okay. Holly Baloney, what's uh, his Matt name? Matt Bellamy. Bellamy. Mm-hmm. He's like the um, editor of. He works at Puck, which is a newsletter that talks about Hollywood. Okay. So he he interviewed the author, mm-hmm. uh, Canaletta, and um, it just really got me excited for thinking about this story again in a way that, um, that is... Uh, unique to the story we've learned thus far. Yeah, so and that actually is like an important um uh, thing especially when we've been talking about a story for so long to bring to offer a different and new perspective on it um is what keeps people wanting to learn more about it, right? But some of the things that we're going to learn in this thing are real gross. So in Canaletta's um interview with Fox News, he said uh of Harvey Weinstein and I quote He had some notion in his head that his body was attractive, uh, despite the fact that according to witness testimony, he smelled of fecal matter and his uh, genitalia was scarred to the point that it did not look like male genitalia. Okay. And he also had a back full of un, quote okay. uncomfortable okay. blackheads. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm just telling you, but you know, but see, but here's the thing about this though. Here's the thing about this is yes, yeah, sell it. You're no, really, <laughs> I know, but but go with me on this because we all with our eyeballs see what Harvey Weinstein is, right? Like, yeah. we see we don't see all of those pieces, but I don't even need to know all of those. Sorry, I told you. Now you know. But we all look at a Harvey Weinstein and we think to ourselves does not compute right like this man had to have had such an inflated sense of self in order to carry out all of the things that he did and the ways that he victimized women um it is not a surprise to hear that that this is a person who truly thought that he was some sort of gift uh to not only to his business but also to women that they should want to enjoy a time with him, right? There is, you can look at the situation without knowing much and know that there's delusion present. Yeah. And that, that to me is less surprising that Harvey Weinstein is delusional because, uh, uh, have you met Hollywood? Have you met men of power, Mm -hmm. uh, in positions of power? The interesting thing really goes back to, or the thing that I'm really, really, uh, I want to understand more is like the second half of that title, which is, and the culture of silence. Right. It's Hollywood ending Harvey Weinstein and the culture of silence. It's that culture of silence that is so fascinating to me because I can believe because I've watched a lot of like, you know, dramas on television Mm -hmm. and have been present for a lot of really disgusting um, news stories that involve celebrities and others um, of this ilk. Like, I can believe that there are just disgusting 
human beings mm-hmm. out there. Now, I'm fascinated to learn how he became that person because by all accounts and by the author himself, Harvey Weinstein didn't start out being that disgusting mm-hmm. evil person. Mm-hmm. He turned into that. So I'm curious about that. But I'm more curious about like what turns otherwise rational people yeah. into, you know, sort of automatons that are perpetuating this, you know, this fiendish character. Right. Right. Is it, you know, how much of it is because it benefits them individually or it's just because they are blindly following somebody that they believe has power over them? I don't know. Like, those are the questions that I have. Well, and that's why I think it's that that part about him having an inflated sense of self or a different view of who he was in the world um, than the world had of him. I think that's partly why that's so fascinating and important, because you have to have. You'd have to feel that way about yourself in order to convince other people that you were worth protecting in that way, mm-hmm. right? And so, obviously, um, that is part of what will be unveiled in the telling of this story. And I think you're right. That is the story that has not yet been told, at least in a really uh, out front way. Yeah, and definitely uh, not so, in the most detailed way. Yeah, I downloaded it. Hollywood I'm going to listen to it. Do. It's going to be real interesting, and we can have a little book club about it later. When we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid Idiots. after this on my talk 1071 welcome back to the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer bradley what is that oh. oh wow you're having a feeling aren't you release it what is that feeling it's the feeling of good luck yes giveaways generosity yeah. Get all up on my generosity. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we always get dirty when we feel generous? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Holly, what are we giving away? Well, we are giving away a pair of tickets to the Cat Video Festival 2022. Just around the corner. Meow, meow. Which, in fact, it is just around a quarter. It is next week happening at CHS Field on Thursday, August 4th. By the way, VIP tickets are sold out. So, you know... I hope that you got one. But yeah. if you didn't, 651-641-1071. Caller number seven is going to win a pair of tickets to the Cat Video Festival. Meow, meow, Ooh. meow, meow. 651-641-1071. And now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present... C-S-I. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Like? Florida. Okay, we've been doing this show for 10 years. Yeah. Ten years. We've been doing crazy, stupid idiots for ten years. Yeah, I mean, it basically as long as we've been on the air. It is our longest-running segment on the show, and I do not know if we already delivered this crazy, stupid idiot because it is somewhat vintage. It happened oh. in October of 2016. Oh, way back machine! It okay. really isn't a way back machine. However, the reason I'm bringing it to the table is because I I accessed. This crazy, stupid idiot behavior through another story about a sheriff in um, in Florida, 
And uh, they shared this story. And I thought, this is a crazy, stupid idiot story. And I don't know if we ever told it. And I'm just going to tell it. And it doesn't matter when it happened. Can I break some news you, for you? We did. Oh, what? No. We didn't, but I do want to just give breaking news that uh, one minute ago, TMZ reported that Tony Dow has now passed away Aww. after his family initially reported his death falsely. <gasps> Very sad. So Very I just sad. Wanted to share that. And... Thank you. But now we will have more well, on now that. It's, it sounds. It seems less important whether or not we've shared this crazy. It doesn't matter. But I just wanted you to know, yes, and also you. we'll update you at the uh, next opportune moment. Continue Absolutely. with the story. We are going to pretend we've never heard before. Thank you. I, I don't think we've heard. it. I really don't think you probably have. West Palm Beach, Florida. We're going to meet Joshua James. He's twenty four years of old, of old, and he was arrested back in twenty sixteen. I don't know what's happened to him since. Um, because of what he did at a Wendy's drive-thru window. What did he do at a Wendy's About drive-thru About 1.20 window? in the a.m. on October 11th of 2016, he drove through a Wendy's and he ordered himself some Wendy's stuff. And it was after an employee Frosty. handed James his drink, which I don't know if that... If he didn't get a Frosty, that alone makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Um, But he did get a beverage. And when he was handed that beverage, he gave something back to the employee um, that the employee didn't ask for. Would you like to know what that was? No, it's not gross. He gave something to the employee. The employee handed him a drink and he returned something. something So it wasn't did not belong to him. No, it was not. Okay. No. It was a coupon for a free Frosty on his next... I mean, that sounds lovely, but no, no. Uh, Let me give you this as a little hint. Okay. Uh, He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. Oh my God, it was a machete. No. Mm Mm-mm. No. A hammer. No. How about I add this? This is according to Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation officials. Um, he threw a boa constrictor. A 3.5 foot alligator. What? He had an alligator in his car with him and he ordered himself a beverage at the Wendy's. And when he was handed the beverage, instead of paying the money, he threw Threw an an alligator alligator through the window and drove off. All for a pop? He had captured the alligator and yes, and... Threw it at. Ew, the, why yeah. would you do that? Isn't that rude? Yeah. Now, also, it's mean. It's super mean, and to, to the everybody, and the to the alligator, everybody. Um, his mother, when interviewed, said, "Quote." Oh, he does that all the time. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. Okay. He meant no harm, and he had no problem turning himself in. And how old was he? Twenty-four years yeah, of age. He meant harm and knew better. Uh, that alligator would likely weigh about twenty to thirty pounds. Oh my god! I would die. I uh, would just poop my pants and fall over. I know, right? Uh, a gator bite would be comparable to a dog's bite. Which, Bradley, I know you know a lot about. I do. Dog I was bites. attacked by a dog once. It was you. You attacked yourself. <laughs> pretended to be a dog um but uh the bigger concern would be infection if the alligator were to bite a person uh alligators typically don't attack people no that alligator was scared yes so there you go dumb people i hope he he was arrested right yeah this is back in 2016 i hope he's not throwing alligators still i hope i hope i hope he's moved on
and learned how to use his. I would say look him up on Facebook, for, but his name is Joshua James. Uh, yeah, Good exactly. Luck with that. That'll never happen. Where are we going next, trainer? We are going to Walmart in Florida. Yes. And I want to tell you about a guy who did something. His name's Aaron Gregory. What's his name? Aaron. It's two okay. A's. Uh, so you have to pronounce it like a long Aaron. A. Aaron Gregory, 39. He was busted around 10 a.m. inside a Walmart on Sunday morning in Melbourne, Florida, uh, that which is about 65 miles south of Orlando. Officers were summoned to the store after uh, he was noticed doing something on a something in the Walmart. What was the something on a something? Oh, was he enjoying himself on a plush toy? <laughs> no, that happened in Target. I know we've seen and we've that seen that behavior. Was arrested Thank and you. paid the price. Um, was he? Were there bodily fluids involved? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. There was fluid involved. I don't think it was body fluid. Okay, so he was... Um, it was Smirnoff. What? Smirnoff. I mean, the vodka? vodka? Yeah. Okay, so the fluid is Smirnoff. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were trying to, like, something was smearing off yeah. or something. I was Get concerned. your mind out of the gutter, Okay, so honey. he was pouring vodka. He was something on a something. Pouring vodka on a toddler. <laughs> no, uh, unless by toddler you mean mouth, because he was pouring the Smirnoff in, in his, his mouth. mouth and then driving around on. Oh, on one of the um, the what are those things? Scooters. Yep. He was on a motorized scooter. He was an intoxicated male on a motorized Oof. scooter. Uh, bebopping around the Walmart. Walmart. My God, I'm not even drunk. It's Wednesday. It's just Wednesday. He was haphazardly driving a Walmart scooter down the aisles, running into shelves and displays, creating a danger for other patrons by almost striking them with his scooter. He was barely able to stand on his own, hand had to be transported from the store to a stretcher. In his backpack, which, by the way, was in the scooter's basket, contained an open bottle of Smirnoff. Dude, don't drink... And drive at the Walmart yeah. or anywhere for that matter. Yeah, you just know there have been a lot of drunk people in a Walmart. Oh, for sure. That's kind of Walmart. I need snacks. What happened to him? Did he have his keys taken away? Yeah. And uh, they put him in jail forever. Mm. He'll never come out. Mm. Not really. All right. Where are we going next? Pinellas County. Oh, I love Pinellas. I, I go there all the time. I heard. Um, we're going to, and I don't know if this story has been told yet, but I'm going to tell Thank it God, anyway. You and your stories that have already been told. No, I just don't know because this ha- this also happened a while ago, but not years ago, just like with like a week ago. Okay. What did you go to like old crazy yep. stupid mm-hmm. idiots.com? Uh, yeah, that's actually <laughs> a website. Vintage crazy stupid idiots. Okay. Where are we going? Pinellas. We're going to Pinellas County. We're going to Largo, Florida, and we're going to meet the owner of the Largo Pizzeria. He's in trouble because he was not only serving pizza at his pizzeria, he was serving... Daya. What? No. 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 Uh, (laughs) Cha-cha-cha. I just always thought that would be a great name for pizzeria. (laughs) Diarrhea. No? Okay. It does make it sound more pleasant. Right? Um, He was serving... Sex? No. Oh. Oh. No. Uh, no sausage no, on the menu? No, no. There there was not. 
No. What else? What else were they serving? serving at the pizzeria? Holly, any ideas? Um, they were serving stuffed shells. Uh, if you stuffed those shells with meth. Oh! Yeah, apparently drugs. he was operating a drug house out of his pizzeria. What's a drug house? Well, uh, he had a large amount of drugs. Welcome to my house of drugs. That he was selling out of Brick House Pizza. He uh, An arrest <laughs> report shows that the detectives communicated with him via cell phone several times, undercover, behaving as though they were going to purchase the drugs from him. Uh, they got a search warrant and they uh, found 11 different types of narcotics inside wow. the business. Really, that's not a house. That's like a Walgreens. I know, including cocaine, morphine, methamphetamine, and marijuana, just to name a few. They also found clothing items throughout the business and a pullout couch that he used for sleeping. Uh, they also, now this is my favorite part. This Wait, is, he was selling drugs out of a pull-out out of his, couch? Out of his pizza place. He would sleep overnight there so that when the after-hours drug uh, crowd showed up, oh God. he was available on site. But here's my favorite part of this. And this has to be probably one of the more rewarding things as an investigator is when you then dial the number that you've been communicating with the drug person on and it rings from their pocket, right? Oh, yeah. Because he probably was like, I'm not that guy. And they're like, really? Oh, really? Beep, boop, 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 beep. (laughs) Hello, drugs are us. I always think that's such a power move, but you got to be careful because what if his ringer went on? Right? But then he'd just be buzzing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so what happened to him? He's been arrested and he... Um, is in jail forever along with I always, the scooter guy. I'm just glad and grateful. Like I have had my own addictions in life, but I'm grateful that it hasn't required me to go to a drug house to purchase the things. I just went to a bar. Um, but I always, cause I don't think I'd be very good at that whole thing. Like I just don't, I'm so naive that I don't even know that I would ever be able to find drugs. I get nervous. Because I'd be like, Hi. <laughs> Where can I find drugs? I get nervous carrying Advil if I see a police officer. So I just don't feel like we are the people who would have. Yeah. Be okay with that. Yeah. Life. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are okay with this life, though. The kind of life where we get to play the throwback after this on My Talk 107.1.